This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Orioles and Rays rubber match at the Trop. Jake Odorizzi trying to avoid a dubious franchise record by allowing a home run in 11 straight games, facing Caleb Joseph in the fourth. Two to one. Baltimore, both sides with four hits. Baltimore's left two on base, the Rays four. The 2-1 pitch. Here's a swing and a drive down the left field line. If it's high enough, it's gone toward the cutout. It is high enough, and it is out of here. Caleb Joseph with his third home run of the season, and he gives Baltimore a 3-1 lead. 16th home run this season that Jacob Arizzi has allowed, and so he does not have the shutdown inning here in the fourth. Caleb Joseph, who didn't have a run batted in last year, now picks up his 13th. Well, Evan Ongoria, who's had a fine career against Chris Tillman, but not yet today. Same spot in the first inning. 2-1, nobody out, hit into a double play. Last time up, he struck him out swing. So here he comes in an RBI situation. And for Tillman, as the first pitch is low 1-0, the way to not win games is keep bringing Evan up with men on. 2-0. Now the stretch. Here it comes. Line drive to left field and deep. Heading back as record. All the way back to the wall. It's gone. A three-run homer for Evan Longoria. He gets Chris Tillman again. And the Rays take a 5-3 lead. Well, just as you said, the contact was starting to get a little bit louder with Evan after the days off, and the contact was relatively loud in this inning. Malix with a rocket back up the middle. Dickerson with a line drive, worm burner back to the right side, and then Evan went down and might have been the softest hit ball of the inning, and yet it went the furthest. And for Evan, number 12, RBIs 44, 45, and 46, and the Rays have their first lead of the afternoon. How about nine homers career for Longoria against Chris Tillman? Incredible. One ball, one strike. 5-3 Rays lead. Richard Blyer up in the Oriole bullpen of left-handers. So just as we thought, the bullpens are about to play a large signature in this game. There's a long drive to deep left field. Back goes Dickerson along the warning track, and it's gone. Home run. Trey Mancini with number 14. Just missed one earlier, got this one this time, and it's back to a one-run game. It's 5-4 raise. Well, there's the importance of getting that first guy. But left the splitter again out over the plate, and Mancini with his 14th home run of the season, and here comes Kevin Cash. Right after Rizzi gave up that home run, he got the ball back, a new ball back, kind of casually caught it, a little upset with himself, and then looked into the dugout. I think he knew... He was probably on a batter-by-batter basis. That was center cut, not over the plate. Mancini just went down to go get it. Alex Colomay already warming as a safety net for Whitley as we head to the top of the eighth. So some big, big outs and a one-run game. And Brad Brock, the closer for the Orioles, already warming. 
Scope is one for two in the game today. He's been hit by a pitch as well. And I think, you know, Buck knows that, I think Buck feels too, that even if he did have to use, say, Brock in the ninth inning of this game, or eighth inning of this game, that he, he feels like he still has some guys to get outs from the rest of the way. As there's a swing and a fly ball to deep left field. Dickerson going back to the wall, jumps up, and it's gone, and we are tied. Jonathan Scope takes an 83-mile-an-hour changeup and hit it into the front row of the left field seats, his 15th of the season. And it didn't take long for Baltimore to tie this game up. It's a 5-5 game. Uh, Rickard, rough day, 0 for 4. Let's try to get it done right now. Down the line, will that stay fair? That is a fair ball! It's in the corner, and it's a ground rule double. And the Orioles get the lead. Joey Rickard on an 0-2 pitch. Baltimore scores three in the top of the ninth. They win it by a final of eight to five. So the Orioles come from behind to win the game and the series over the Rays. Here's Rays skipper Kevin Cash talking after the loss. Well, not the way we wanted to finish off a homestand here. Had an opportunity to win two series. Um, give credit to the Orioles for, you know, piece together some big at bats there late, but. Even early on, you know, I, I, Odo, Odo, it was a struggle for him today, uh, more than what we would like to see. But I mean, he battled, grinding through it. It just it seemed like they they worked him really hard. He didn't have the command of the pitches that he normally does. Couldn't quite. Uh, I think his delivery kind of got out of sorts at times. Talking to Hick during the game, so um, there were some good things. You know, Longo's big home run that was that was you know nice to get a little separation there. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, their their lineup and actually their bottom of the lineup really caused a, a lot of damage. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I like that. That's how it felt late in the ball game. <laughs> Kevin, recently Alex Colomay hasn't looked like himself. What, yeah. What's going on? Uh... You know what? I, I think today, look, the guy uh, comes up and gets a leadoff single. You go back and look at Rickard's at bat. I mean, he, he threw two of his, you know, wipeout cutter sliders, and then he tried to think he followed up with the third one that stayed up in the zone a little bit. Um, so anytime you show the pitcher your best two ones, and then you, you know, you, you're putting more pressure on yourself to to throw another one. Now Alex can definitely do that. He just left that pitch up a little bit more. But I, I'm really not reading anything into any of Alex's, you know, issue today or whatever, you know, or on non-issue. We, we got other things that we need to worry about. What's the? What can you take from this series? Because you'll see Baltimore pretty quickly here next next weekend on the road. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you take from it other than, I mean, what we knew coming in. They're a team that can be dangerous. They got guys that can hit the ball to the ballpark. First time we've actually seen Mancini, who's, you know, seen, he's for real. He's got popped everywhere. He showed us that over the weekend. So um, we just got to go in and, and, and finish teams off. We had opportunities. We didn't finish them off. From a manager standpoint, you made certain moves. You, you intentionally walk people. You bring in the reliever at the right time. You push buttons, and today it didn't seem to work. No. How do you, how do you shake that off as a manager and, and move on? Um, 
you know what that that's that's kind of part of the the business those go you know those, those moves go on every day with a win or a loss i don't think you over evaluate try not to over evaluate you want to do the best thing to help your team win a, a game and at the end of the day you feel like you've done that i mean i guess you can sleep on it. it's frustrating though believe me when you're trying to when, when hick and i are piecing it together or we're trying to do you know management on the bases and stuff like that and it doesn't work there's no doubt you you you, you can get frustrated and i get frustrated but at the end of the day, you, you want to put the guys in a situation where you think this is the best decision for us to win a game. It didn't work today, but um, that's kind of what you hang your hat on. Yesterday was one certain segment of the bullpen that let the game get away. Today was, was the higher leverage guys. Is there any kind of concern, or what would your level of concern be with what's going on down there? Well, I think, you know, obviously we, there's always concern. We need to find a way to, to get the ball to Alex and, and not always be a one-run game and not always have Alex come in in the eighth. That's just not an ideal scenario to, to play a full season with when you're asking your, your ninth-inning guy to always come in early. Um, saying that, you know, today – with Chase, you know, he threw the ball pretty good. He, the only thing, he left a changeup. I think it was a changeup up to scope that kind of went down and got it. Um, you know, I think he went slider, slider, changeup, changeup, and on the fourth off speed, he made an adjustment and left it just in that zone where he could go up. But the rest of the bats were, were pretty good. Can Rosemary going back to the pen, and can maybe Boxburgers and pending return? I mean, that's our thought. Of- yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we've given that message to Erasmo and Box both, like, you know, we, we need these guys to. We, we need you guys because we've seen you guys good in this spot, and it, it you know hopefully could clean up a lot of things for us. I mean, when Erasmo, you can make the argument he's done some really good things in the rotation. Uh, he's also done some really good things in the bullpen. For the first two or two months last year, you could say he was the MVP of the club. The way we got off and how we were winning games, he was involved in all of them. I mean, is that the thing about baseball over the course of a season? You can't out-hit everything. I mean, no, you're not going to out-hit everything. Um, and 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 you know, we need we need one or two guys to get hot down there. We'll be okay. Any update on Box? Uh, Box threw a bullpen today. Um, felt good, and then he'll he's going to go to Port Charlotte and pitch on Tuesday in a game. And hopefully, we get some good reports from that. But his bullpen session today was uh, was good. He was, I think, he was excited that he that he felt fine. Evan Longoria's homer in the fifth was the 37th of his career against the Orioles, his most first any team. Next up, both teams return to action Tuesday. The Orioles visit the Blue Jays while the Rays travel to Pittsburgh for an interleague series against the Pirates. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.